1: Hit me. Should I go or should I stay? Go.
2: Well, no, no. (laughs) There's an event on Saturday night, February 25th. That's a week from Saturday. Oh, it's not this Saturday. It's not this Saturday. This Saturday is of course the Elimination Chamber. I know you'll be locked in on it. Of next course, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, the Intercontinental Belt. Whoa. Ronda Rousey returns. No, it's yeah, obviously that's happening. It's Sami Zayn against Roman no, for the No, undes- Ronda Rousey she's back. And it's the United States Championship. <laughs> Greg, yeah, that's not, the the not the IC. It's the Intercontinental Belt. Ronda States. Rousey and Gr- Shayna Hines. That's coming close. Back. Shayna, Shayna Baszler. Oh. And I think they're fighting for the Women's Championship, Moxley, the former wife of the drummer of what? huh Sha- Shana Mowgli? You don't know who is. What? Shana Mokler? What? The former wife of what famous oh, drummer? any better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you. All right, so I got invited to go to the World Tag Team Championship: Death Row versus Project Mayhem with Trixie. Pro Wrestling Magic, I Believe in a Thing Called Love, Saturday night, February 25th, at the Mecca, 106 Bergen Avenue, (laughs) Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Doors open at 5, bell time, ding, ding, at 6. I think if they give you the opportunity to do a run-in and hit someone with a steel chair, absolutely. What's a run-in? It's when you run in the ring. Have a steel chair, hit somebody with it, yeah. get out. And... No, I ain't doing that. Why not? Because I know I know a setup when I see one. What's the setup? Yeah, yeah. The setup is, hey Craigie, why don't you do a run-in? <laughs> and I come in with a chair, next thing you know, the chair's somehow twisted around my neck. Yes. Now my buddy Bruno's a wrestler. Oh nice. And he just invited me to Pro Wrestling Magic. Are oh, you gonna go? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I thought it was this Saturday. My might have gone. <laughs> It is not. Well, fe- February 25th is not this Saturday. February 25th in a world where pro wrestling magic sells out the Mecca. Not the Garden. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the one on Bergen Avenue. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruno, good luck, buddy. I can't promise I'll be there, but I will do my best to be there. Good luck, Bruno. That's pretty. That's a good promise, right? Yeah. Except yeah. you're not going to fulfill it. How much uh, tickets to that thing? He's offering to uh, comp me tickets, but I I would rather just support the league and pay. Yeah, you should pay the five bucks. 100%. I agree. Yeah. Ten bucks, 20 bucks. I whatever. just see you as someone who's so busy not spending any time on the weekend going to an independent wrestling show. Yeah. just call me crazy. By the way, I'm very busy. I don't get to see my kids all the I don't blame anymore. you. I'm not Because I'm working you. so much. Ah, uh, but Saturday night. I'll bring the kids. You should. I, I No joke. I might go to this. Do you think your kids would like it, though? Yes. You think Anthony would be into it? I think they'd love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I think you should do a Or Anthony should do a running. Coming with a steel chair and <laughs> hit somebody No, running. Anthony's <laughs> got to do the ring announcing. That's that, the role yeah. for him. Or sing the national anthem. Yeah, I agree. Let me, uh, there's a chi- the national that. anthem. He national would love anthem. that. Uh, well, look, it's not my event. I was just invited to by a friend who wrestles in it. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, talk to the promoter. No, nah, we- I, I, I would just show up. Put a hat on, mind my business, Craig, and enjoy Craig. the show. Now yeah. that we've set it on the air, yeah. like, I'll do it again. Anthony should sing the national no, anthem. No, I don't want to put the kid in that spot. Yeah. He'd want to do it though. He put him in that. Right. He could. Uh, he could be a manager too. Yeah. I could see Anthony being be a He'd be a heel manager. No too. doubt about it. He'd have like a <laughs> cane, like Freddy Blast. <laughs> start hitting people. With Mouth it. of the South, February twenty fifth. No joke. I might go. I'm seriously considering going. Well, Saturday's a crazy day. I don't know if you know what's going on. The 25th of February? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to prepare everybody for this because you may not be aware. Snow? There's not one. There are two Mets games. Split squad. Nobody cares. 1 o'clock, 6 o'clock. The return of baseball. Don't you say nobody cares? Nobody cares. The first spring training game for the Yankees and the Mets. Very exciting. By day two and three. I agree with you. The nobody cares meter goes up. But for day one, ah, there's excitement. All right. And you should enjoy that if that's your thing. Is it being televised or no? uh, The second game is on SNY. They just released their TV schedule. Someone did make a good point. If SNY can put you on today, 330, why not every day? That's a good point. (laughs) Solid point, by the way. That's a good point. I got to give the guy who wrote that a... Who was that? Uh, Bruce. Who did we bump from 330? Like, Uh, who's normally on? We bumped Johan Santana's one-hitter. It's a no-hitter, and... All right, that's that's, a, that's, that's, a close, that's <laughs> what we bumped. That's a close one. Here's uh, Danny and Queens on the fan. Danny, what's up, buddy?
3: I'm so glad on the phone. Even though I was banished a couple of weeks ago during football season for bringing up something that irritated, I've been reminding him that he hit you with his wallet one time. I do remember and, that. I did do that. And you he's that, an angry man. little man. Where's my wallet now? I'm do it again. It? <laughs> All and, right, uh, you're back. Good to have you back. Called, yeah, and then he told me I couldn't call because I said I was glad the Gram was still was glad the Gram was back, and he said you're banned until the end of February, beginning of March, because uh, you know uh, it's not baseball season, it's football season. But with you're my back. words ringing, yeah, you're back. Words ringing true. With this guy injured again, the best thing that ever happened is we didn't sign it. Please. Just tell me now I was right. That's all I care how about. How could I tell you you're yeah, right no, on I mean, February? A
2: guy a bone, will you?
3: How could I tell you you're right on February 15th? You may,
2: by the way, Danny, right. you also may, a good point from Evan, you, solid point. You may be right, and if you turn out to be right, I swear to you, I promise you, whatever that was, yeah. I'll give you a over-the-phone hug and congratulate you, but you looking <laughs> for applause on February 15th is very sad, and I think you should reevaluate.
3: I'm- Sid is a harsh word i'm an older gentleman and the only thing i have left in life and 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 bank is close to this so he understands the only thing i have left in right life is i just want to be right right make right. you
2: a good talk show host <laughs> yeah and by the way i want to tell
3: you something you have
2: much more than that you have me as a friend
3: You know, and you do the best. You do a great show every Saturday morning, and I'm still grateful. Well, I want you to know if you
2: ever need somebody to talk to, you call Tommy and he'll find me for you at some point (laughs) uh, later that (laughs) month. And I'll be
3: happy to talk to you Put we'll be back at home. Tommy will give me a number. I'll, I'll send him some cake or something. Uh, oh, hey, we'll take, we take
2: cake. Hold on. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Tommy, if you give that man my phone number, you're fired. For real, for real. He did make yeah. me feel bad at the end when yeah. he said, I'm an older gentleman. This is the only thing I have left is to be right about this. How could I attack him? How could I even argue with him? But with that said, we are not declaring anyone right or wrong on February 15th. That would be mo- the most premature thing you could do. Like, no one's right By the or way, wrong. and it's not his elbow. It's not his shoulder. It's his side. His, listen, my side hurts. <laughs> well, I also am eating, uh, you know, a lot today. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you're right. Listen, uh, it's, not, uh, it's not a bear of good things to come. Well, let me ask you But this. it doesn't mean he's missing uh, any time either. I always like to do this with you, and you. I write it down, and then we know if you're right or wrong. And I'll do it myself. How many regular season starts do you think Jacob deGrom is going to make in 2023? Write this down. Regular season starts for Jacob deGrom, 24. 24. Okay, 24. How many regular season starts do you think Justin Verlander will make? And I I know that we are mostly going to judge Justin on the postseason. Hold on. Before, I I want to amend the 24. Yeah. What did he do last year? He made... 14? 15, was it? No, I think it was like 12. Mostly. 12? Like 11? I mean, oh, I'm going to amend
3: yeah, 24. Was... Let me get me, let me right. a me of think that. I, I think I
2: should be allowed to amend once. I just, just for yes. the record, the answer was 11. Okay. The year before was 15. Okay. Okay, 2020 wasn't a full year. Before Got that, it. 32, 32, yeah, yeah, yeah. 31. Okay. Uh, I would say I'm amending that to 22. Okay. 22 for Jacob DeGrom. What is your next query? How many will Justin Verlander make? He's on the Mets, right? Yes, he is. Okay. Older guy, hot wife, brother was a minor leaguer, right? Rating Cy Young award winner. Got him. I know him. Yeah. Justin Verlander, how many starts did he make last year? 28, I would guess. 27. Justin Verlander makes 23 starts for the Mets. So you have them making the same amount of, actually, DeGrom by one. DeGrom, 22. Oh, 22. Okay. Verlander, 23. So you essentially have them making the same amount of starts. Yes, I do. If that's the case... Yeah. Our last caller can't declare anything. No. No. Listen, I know there's some Mets fans like him who feel, not vindicated, I don't think it's the right word, but feel some sense of relief for sure, happiness for others, that however it ended here, which is strange still to me. It ended with a postseason win, by the way. Yeah, but it, but it ended uh, with Mets fans feeling a certain way about the guy that they loved for so long. Uh, that being said... He hasn't missed anything yet. Right. This could be a simple look. He got down there, you know, he was stretching the uh, old sore thing. Give him two days, he's fine. It could be worse. Yeah. But it's not his shoulder, it's not his elbow. If you told me that he had tightness there, then I say he makes four starts, yeah, I, and it's a wrap. By the way, if I had to guess, I would say Verlander and DeGrom end up in a very similar place. Because they the same Mets, page. Yeah, I also think the Mets are going to be very careful with these guys, which they should be. They have to So be. Verlander may miss starts by choice, not necessarily because he's heard. I think they both end up in the mid to high 20s. So I would go DeGrom, I'll say twenty six. And I'll say Verlander, I'll say 26. I'll say they both make the same amount of starts. Because I'm kind of in that range. Now, that's not going to declare a winner either because DeGrom signed a five-year deal. So I get that there are Met fans saying, I wanted Jake back. I didn't want to give him a fourth year or a fifth year. Sure. So the truth is, and I know this is a boring answer, but I think it's the truth. Yeah. We may not know the winner of this for a long time. Well, no, but you're going to go year by year. You might go month by hey, month. I'll ask, you, right. I'll ask you a serious question. Sure. Do in you 2019, do and you were not even here for this, the Mets made a trade with the Mariners. It was involved a, a lot of guys, but the crux of it was they got Edwin Diaz and Robbie Cano, and Jared Kelnick went to the Mariners. Right, and then Kelnick hit a home run his first uh, game, and everyone got through a fit. Oh, my God, we made a terrible decision, and, and a month and a half later, he was in single A ball. And Edwin Diaz was booed and killed right. by Mets fans. He was like Ben Simmons, okay? Right. Uh-huh. As we sit here today, the Mets are the clear winner, right? Yeah. What if Jared Kelnick turns into a superstar?
1: Well, then we're going to have a you're, different
2: opinion You're going to revisit that and go, is DS still striking everybody out? Right. So we're four years removed, Craig, from the trade. Literally right. four years removed. And I think the Mets are winning it now, but it's gone back and forth. And there's still a chance for it to go back again. For sure. So sometimes these long-term decisions are real long-term. Like, we're not going to get the answer on February <laughs> 15th of the first but year. here's the beauty of it. Every time that dude misses a start or misses something, it's going to be front page news here. I agree, and for you know, this year, maybe not three years from now. Well, you know what ends it after one year? I, I should winning have said a championship, this? correct? Right. If they win a World Series, same thing with Diaz. By the way, heck, if they get to the World Series, to be fair, the Mets get to a World Series. Ain't nobody gonna be bitching about Jacob Degrom. I don't know about that. I think it's winning a World Series. Well, winning is obvious. I'm not obvious. Yeah obvious I I've, yeah. been, I've gotten to World Series Craig we've all seen it yeah that's not special anymore. Oh, yeah, it is. The Mets got to Not a World Series. how badly you'd want to get to a World Series I was there right seven now. years ago, Craig, eight years yeah. ago. What are you talking about? And how special was it? It was amazing, but they didn't you win You wouldn't it. want to do that they again? They have to win it. All right, I'll give you a choice the the right now. The Jets getting to a Super Bowl is a little different. The Mets getting to a World Series, I've I seen, mean, we've seen the it. The Yankees getting to a World Series and losing right now would be special. No, it wouldn't. 100% Listen to this would. radio station after they lose that series. We're going to be is. critical, but we'll look back on it and go, we finally got over that ALCS hump. BS. Brian Cashman's I'm World Series you. drought, we just add another year to it. We would, but we'd say we took a major leap. We finally got back. Foie. You wouldn't say that, Big Mac? Philly. If they beat the Astros, yes. So if they beat the Astros. If the Astros the ALCS, for whatever yes. reason
4: didn't make it or whatever if they didn't have to beat the Astros, it probably wouldn't be anything. First of all, but if you're they, asking... If they, if they slay the dragon, then maybe. Yeah. You're
2: asking a guy who is the president of the Brian Cashman fan club, okay? So I'm his, not just the
4: president. I am a member. And f- the founder. He and loves it I'm, it. I'm the founder. Exactly. It's pretty much just me.
2: No, but it is... Craig, let me clarify something. I have meetings nightly. It Craig. is a championship or bust season for both the Mets and Yankees. That's our mentality. I'm sorry. It's the mentality, but you'd be very upset, rightfully so, and then, you know... A month later at Thanksgiving, you'd be like, you know what? Solid run. Looking forward to this Disagree. 2015 is different because it did sort of come out of nowhere. They were under 500 in 2014. Okay. When you go into a year with the expectations that the Yankees and Mets have, have you seen their Pocota rankings? Their okay. what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Pocota rankings. <laughs> don't start with that crap. Have you seen the Pocotas? Don't make something up to would try Would you like to know? Would you like to know? So let me be clear. Would you like to know is projected that I the live most my life in, in a very honest fashion? Yeah. I don't know what the Pakota ratings are, and I don't quite care. <laughs> you Was don't there remember some guy named Bill Pakota? Yes. Yeah. And it's named after him. Yeah. yeah great, Pakota my ass. Inventing. Would you things, like to know? To trick me.
4: Who's projected to have the most wins in Major League yeah, Baseball? The ninety-nine point
2: three. The Yankees.
4: That is correct. In New York yeah, Yankees. In yeah. In the Pakota ratings. And you know what that yep. means, Big Mac? You know great. what you can do with that? Oh, what can I do with it? You can it? wipe stick your that, ass with it. It doesn't mean anything. Sideways.
2: It doesn't mean anything. Like, think yeah. about it. Of course these it These Pocota rankings mean nothing. But my point to you is yeah. the expectations that these two franchises have coming into the season are enormous. So to act like... Because of Pocota? No, because of payroll, because of offseason, because of talent, because of reality. Just have curiosity. And uh, a quick disclaimer, I no longer gamble. What is the over-under? What is the expectation win-wise? Huge. For the Mets and the, the Mets are do you know ni- what it is. Yes, the Mets are ninety-five and a half, the, well, which me, is the highest number ever recorded. Now, in for fairness, what? what do you mean over unders? I was able to for- go. The for Mets. the Mets. for the oh, Mets. For the Mets. Oh, for the Mets. Okay, I have sorry. been able to go that's just back. just a normal year for
4: the Yankees. Just, yeah. It's like been a, a random Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Mean? Yeah.
2: I've been able to go back only to 1990. So I don't have records of the 80s. I'm Mets, sure they're number 86. Years, so okay. since 1990, the highest over-under the okay. New York Mets franchise have ever had is what they have this year well, at 95. no, I mean, 86, the over-under. Had to I just said 1990. Oh, my God. Hello. Um, How do you not have 86 in there? I just told you. Now, that's like an arbitrary thing. Like when you told me yesterday that when it's 37 or below, Derek Carr is 0 and 7. But at 38, he's like 12 and 2. I can only (laughs) find over-unders since 1990. I'm sorry. I can't find it. I can probably find out right now. One Google search. Go ahead. Find it. You, you want to give me, give me a max amount of time? I will not First start all, the search yet. Three minutes, by the way. Three minutes? By the way, it would piss me off if you find it, because I did an entire Rico Bronia about the history of meta Expectations. And if you find the 80s right now, and I couldn't after all that research. Well, what kind of research did you do? I got to 1990. And I have the, the Yankees history as well. I got it all. Come on. Yes. You're telling me that you couldn't find Could not find one. The New York Mets. In 19, in the eighties? No, I could not. Nineteen ninety is the first year I could find of record on over under specifically. Not yeah. odds to win the pennant. No, none of that. I'm talking about over under on win totals. The earliest I could find was nineteen ninety. And since 1990, which is a sample size of 33 years, this season is the highest over-under the New York Mets franchise has ever had. Yeah, like I guarantee you it was higher. It was higher for sure in 86, 87, 88. Taxes. I mean, it's got to be higher. How I could hate, you say that? I hate everybody right now. <laughs> I'm serious. How could you say that? Say. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. Does that make any sense to you? No, it makes no sense. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a moron. I got nothing. I'm so certain why you'd stop at 90 when you know 86, 87, 88.
4: It's like right around the corner. It's not like we're asking you to go back to 62. (laughs) Yes,
2: right. (laughs) You can't find it. I mean, that's the funny part. Keep looking there, Craig. You won't be able to find it. I'm sure I'm going to find it. It's not going to be that hard to find. Dude, I couldn't find it. That's why I just How said, okay. I did not find it? Because I, fa- I what I found was, and it's a great site, and I, I don't have it in front of me, I'll look for it again, was that every baseball team's over-under from 1990 on. And so it's fascinating to see the expectations so that. So what is it in 88? Here's my wallet. <laughs> it's too fat today for me to throw. I was going to throw should I do it? I, I don't do it I'm gonna now. I'm going to say this. You throw it. Well, no, please don't do it you now. You said it one more time. <laughs> yeah, you asked me about 1988 or 1987 or 1986 <laughs> one more time. I swear to you. I'm going to take this wallet. Ah, By the way, you think 89 was less?
4: <laughs> Tough loss to the Dodgers now. They probably figured they'd bounce back. <laughs>
2: That's, that, you probably figured they would, right? It uh, is funny that you couldn't find it, though, you know? I, I, I looked, but I thought the sample size was interesting enough. Because for my generation, that's my, that's my life. Like, I don't remember anything before 91, 92, so it's at least my generation of baseball fans. But for you guys with the Yankees, obviously, I know you're being a sarcastic jerk, but yeah. you're right. I mean, the Yankees' lowest over-under since 93 on that I could find was actually 81 and a half. And what's crazy is it was like 2017, Yeah, yeah. yeah they no, had they, no expectations really, that year. Yeah. What yep. were they in 92? And I'm sorry. What was that? Ninety-two. I, I have to find it. I have to look for it. I don't remember. <laughs> I can't stand you guys, though. I can't. I hate you, actually. Uh, you know, Derek Carr can't play in New York because when it's 37.3 degrees or below, he's 0-7 so, with nine interceptions. So, speaking of which, now yeah. I want to I want to set this up in a classy way. Yeah, I really like Boomer Esiason and I really like Tiki Barber. Great. I do. Both guys played in the NFL. I have great respect for them. I've heard both guys on this radio station basically give an opinion that made me laugh. In the contradictory well, they're approach, a good company, then I guess right? in the contradictory approach it takes. So hear me out on this. Go. I've heard Boomer in the past say, "Hey, look," and I respect this opinion. I don't think Derek Carr can play in New York, and allude to he doesn't curse as a reason why. I guess I he heard, a very religious guy, but okay. Boomer's opinion, whatever. He doesn't curse. I don't think he could play in New York. Are you ready? Yes. This morning, (laughs) I heard Tiki Barber say, Aaron Rodgers curses too much. He can't play in New York. (laughs) And when I heard it, I'm thinking of was myself. Was he teasing? Was he like trolling? No, I don't think it was. Right, hold on. So on one <laughs> end, you've got a uh, NFL MVP saying, Derek Carr can't play in New York because he doesn't curse. Essentially, yes. On the other side, you have a New York Giants Ring of Honor member saying Aaron Rodgers can't play here because he curses too much. Yes. What do these people take <laughs> us for as fans? Right on one end we're so uh, you know, virginal earlobes that we can't hear curse words. We're New Yorkers., yeah. but on the other end, uh, they don't curse enough. They curse too much. You know, we need to You know what we need. Yeah, it's so obvious what we need. What do we need? We need another football player to work here and take the middle. <laughs> right? That's what we need. I mean, in the course of two weeks, and I respect both of them. They're now, coming from a place where they believe it. So I'm hearing the complete opposite view on cursing and being a quarterback in New York. You know, the Boomer one interests me. Obviously, I obviously have a great deal of respect for my my dear friend Boomer Assison. But there are those who believe that Derek Carr will wind up with Frank Reich in Carolina. Mm-hmm. All right. Frank Reich is also an extraordinarily religious man. Wears it on his sleeve. There are those who will tell you that one of the reasons things did not work out with Carson Wentz in Indianapolis is that they were both so religious that guys felt like they were having religion shoved down their throats. Everybody respects another man's religious beliefs, but they don't want to shove down their throats. Be who you are on your time, right? Mm -hmm. So if the belief is that Derek Carr is you know, not a cursor, or he's, quote-unquote, too religious. Um, Boomer didn't say that part, of course. Uh, Boomer's very close with Frank Reich. Maybe there's some uh, knowledge there that the religious background of the two guys makes them very compatible. Maybe. And maybe what we're saying <clears throat> without saying it is he's not coming to New York. He's going to go with a guy that lives the similar lifestyle as him. Well, here's what I would tell you. That? Here's what I would tell you. Albert Breer, who... I think has some sources, right? You respect Albert Pierre a little uh, bit? I am I'll aware care. of who he is. I'm hot and cold on him, but go ahead. I will tell you what he claimed then. I want to give you the what he I, said. I do think what Aaron Rodgers said yesterday, if I may, about Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, who said they both do a great job, mm-hmm. He find when they report things about him, he came right out yesterday and said they're full of crap. Right. They have no idea what they're talking about. Correct, and I believe him. He basically I said. Did. By the way, I agree with Aaron Rodgers on that completely. My inner circle doesn't leak, right. so whoever's we'll telling my inner circle the information they're wrong about. This isn't about Aaron Rodgers, but Albert Breer said only two teams reached out to the Raiders about Derek Carr prior to him being released. Yes, the Saints we know for a fact, and I'm assuming you're going to tell me Carolina. No, I'm going to tell you the New York Jets. The Jets. Okay, which, great. Which we didn't hear about, which is we why not. you were bringing up, hey, how come they're not reaching right. out? Well, we learned why they didn't reach out, because they were made aware from someone... May probably through Derek Carr's agent. Well, they did reach out. We ain't signing him. They did. Apparently, Cordell Pervera, they reached out. It never got serious. Right. Just a kind of a. Because nursery. they had to know that he was going to invoke the no trade clause, We're right? It, you're right. Just an interest. Right. Okay, what are you thinking? Blah, blah, blah. So I do think there's a level of interest from the Jets. I do. I think that they choose course, Ar- Aaron Rodgers, their first choice. The That's all. Ar- Jets have to be interested because they're not a lot to get Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, some people think he stays in Green Bay. Some people think the reason that the Raiders got rid of Carr is that, wink, wink, they got him in the back pocket. Some people think he retires. I'm not in that last group, of course. So, yeah, if the Jets would be stupid not to be engaging with Derek Carr, they have to. So I I revealed earlier, because I heard when Aaron was on with Pat McAfee, that his favorite band is Barbra Streisand. His word's not mine. I have just received word from one of our loyal listeners who claims to me he is a third cousin. Of Barbara Streisand, Here we go. and is willing to reach out to Babs to try to get her to recruit Aaron Rodgers to New York. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'm going to write him back yeah. and say, "Get it done." Okay, do me a favor. Ask him how she spells her first name. B. No, ask him. Why? Why would I ask him that? Do you to spell? Of course, it's Barbara. Yeah, B A R B A R A. Wrong. B A R B R A. Barbara. Huh, Barb, You want to write it down? Yeah, let I me mean, write it down. Hold I'm on. Let write it down. b b a r b a r a. That is incorrect. B a r b r a, like bar, bra. Bar bra. Like I'm wearing a bra. Right. Really? I do not know that. Yep. How about that? Yep. So what does that prove? This guy's lying to you. I want that guy to reach out to his third. Co- Actually, let me check the DM and see if he spelled it right. How do you spell? So, if he spells it right, you believe him? I'd be more likely to believe him, sure. Damn it, he wrote Streisand as my third cousin. He didn't write Barbara. Ask her right back. How does she spell her first name? How does she spell her first name? Yeah. I had to do this ask if she gives good gifts for Hanukkah. <laughs> Just find out. Like, like, what's what's her gift for How living? does she spell her first name? And Does what like what kind of gift she giver is she? Give good gifts. Yeah. For Hanukkah. No,
4: you gotta you gotta say which Streisand, because if you ask how to spell a name, he's gonna double
2: check it. Yeah, he's gonna Google it. You're right. You gotta right. go, which Streisand are we talking about? Which Streisand. Yeah, yeah that's a good thought. Okay. Yeah, good. And which Hanukkah? Should I go with H A N or so C H A N? Uh that one's uh I'm ambivalent towards that one. I'm an H guy. Some people go <laughs> I go <sighs> Oh, yeah. you do the uh, C-H? No, I do the <sighs> Oh the H. I go straight H-A-N-U-K-A-H. I don't drop a C in front. I wrote Mitchell back, and we'll find out if this is true. Is Mitchell's last name Streisand? It just says Mitchell. I don't know what his last name is. Oh, find out his last name. Listen, if we have Michael Bloomberg and every person in the world recruit LeBron James, we can't get Babs to do New York one last favor and recruit Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is a big (laughs) fan of Barbara Streisand. Breaking news. So why not use her ties to New York? And I found a picture of Barbara canoodling with Joe Namath. So there's a connection here. You think Joe Namath uh, knocked that down? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's likely. I think it's 100%. Yeah. I mean, if it walked, he pretty much did it. Plus, the picture's from the mid-60s, bro. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. He canoodled all over that. No question. Yeah. Matter of fact, Tommy, get me Namath on the line real quick. Tom, I want to know if he, uh, <laughs> Will he answer it? made love to the great Barbara Streisand. If be, she sang during it. Would it be a one-question kind of thing? Me flowers anymore? <laughs> Memories like the corners of my mind. Would you warm Joe up, or just right away say, "Did you hook up with bats?" Joe, it's Joe, Joe pal Craig, what's up? Hope you're doing great. <laughs> uh, quick question: Did you sleep with Barbara Streisand in <laughs> '66? <laughs> <laughs> is he want to say yes or no? Um, I think Joe's a pretty honest guy right about now, isn't he? Yeah, don't you think he is? I think he would. Yeah. By the way, are you familiar with uh, Duck Sauce? No. Are uh, you familiar with Duck Sauce? No. Barbara Streisand's Duck Sauce? Oh, no, Barbara but it's. I, I, yeah. I was gonna
4: play one of our songs talking no, about it, from break, and it, like as soon as I typed in Barbara Streisand Duck Sauce, d- yeah, duck sauce, duck
2: sauce does a song Barbara Streisand. Yeah, okay. Uh, so
4: it's. Oh, I, I thought you got, oh, I thought she got I, I, I in the business. That like, no, I said with, like with the Paul EDM
2: Lou Gower community. I apologize. So yeah, no, Doug or... Sauce did a song called Barbra Streisand. Correct. Right. It's on yeah. a bar. Uh, she song. didn't sing a song. That's kind of like Taylor Swift doing a song called Tim McGraw. No? Uh, Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Hey, I gave you one a hell of a lot more recent. No? Uh, no? Yes, maybe? Uh, no. Not, no? No. Right. Uh, what, what is your favorite Barbra Streisand song, Evan? <laughs> Huh? Uh, let's see. What's my favorite band yeah. song, boys? Yeah, I want to know. Listen, you don't have one, do you? You're asking <laughs> me to pick between my favorite kids almost. That's oh, very difficult. That is a tough, tough thing to do, isn't um, it? Uh huh. I'm going to go with You Don't Give Me Flowers. You Don't Bring. bring not Give. Flowers. Is it? Do Edward with Neil Diamond. You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Anymore. Te- I'll tell you this. Barbra Streisand came to Barclays Center, and I bought tickets for my mom and dad, and they had a good time, but holy crap, it made Adele look affordable. <laughs> I mean, jeez. So when I think of Barbra Streisand, I think of buying tickets for my parents, yeah. dropping them off at Barclays Center so they could go to Pure and have a sandwich, and then go in and watch her sing, and have my dad and mom say, yeah, it was all right. I'm like, it was all right? That have been the best show you ever, that ever That been the best show ever, ever, ever. Yep. There you go. There you go. Look at you. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Good. That's hey, my Barbara Streisand memory. I'm glad. Here is uh, Eric in Wappinger Falls. Eric, what's good, Cookie?
3: Hey, what's going on, guys? Big right. fan. What's up? Um, I know it's a hard one, but I'm actually in favor of uh, Bauer being signed but then being acquitted. And I go back to Nick Diaz in the UFC. He yeah. got charged with felony uh, strangulation, and the media reports are horrible, you know, resisting police. And then six months later, you know, none of it was true, you know. Right. So. So you're doing acquitted. it based
2: on so my question is: you would do it based on the fact that it still may not be true? More than hey, even if it is, I'm giving him a second chance.
3: Yeah, partly sure. Um, I think a big thing is, uh, Craig, you said earlier, the media reads one way and it's horrible, but yeah, I think a little more time. Let's see what it says.
2: Well, listen, I, I that's why I was very clear. You have, if you're going to tell the Trevor Bauer story, you have to start with the fact that he was acquitted. Yeah, yeah. You have to start with that because that is a major important piece. So when you're making whatever moral judgment you're going to make, on Trevor Bauer and his alleged behavior, you have to acknowledge that they had an opportunity to really go after him criminally, and they lost. But I don't think a general manager wants to sit at a podium and say, well, it may not be true. Like, that's not the argument you really want to make. Now, the if Diaz you're story, him. and uh, obviously, you know, I know MMA pretty well. Maybe not as well as you, to be fair, Eric. But the Diaz story was that uh, when he was accused of this felony, I think it was what, strangulation, right? is that when they actually went and uh, started looking at the particulars of the allegations and accusations, the folks that do this for a living uh, said there was zero probable cause that what the person uh, claimed had happened had ever happened in any manner whatsoever. And I bring that up because the difference between that case and the Bauer case is that there is no dispute that something did happen to the woman in the Bauer case, it came down to more was it consensual than anything else. But something happened. In the Diaz case, they found no probable cause that anything happened. But I think his overall point is, and I get it, there have been a lot of guys who have done things, some acquitted, some not acquitted, by the way, who have come back and played again. That is true. We could go through the list if you really want to go down that road and... So what would make this the thing where no GM and no owner would say, I can't employ him? Like, to me, I'm there. I wouldn't employ him. Uh, But I understand what you said earlier today, which is that no one's disputing his talent. And you get a team that thinks they're, uh, you know, one pitcher away from winning a championship. You'll find somebody that goes, I can take the public relations consequences of bringing him in. I think you have a different issue with Bauer, also, and maybe this shouldn't be the case, but I know factually, and you know, uh, for a lot of guys, it is. He is not well liked by the baseball you, so, player fraternity. So you know what's crazy? That may be the bigger factor of them all. Maybe because you may have a room that rejects it. You right. may have a room that says we don't want him here. And I think a guy like that, before you bring a guy like that in, if you have any kind of veteran counsel in your clubhouse, you're probably saying to those guys what's the temperature I'm bringing Bauer in? Right. Now, maybe there's a team that says go for it. Right. But, you know, I can I, tell you, you know, as you know, like I'm tight with Cody and, and guys that played with Bauer know him, and they have told me unequivocally he's the only guy they know that is without a friend in that fraternity. I, I just know that on February 15th, with the Yankees only missing Frankie Montas, it's kind of easy. Nah, I wouldn't go down that road. Sure. But if it's the middle of August and the Yankees are in first place, and all of a sudden, Garrett Cole's season's on the line because of an injury, this discussion's very different. The discussion just changes. Because now all of a sudden there's a desperation in the air. And when there's desperation in the air, it's not just fans who say, bring that guy in, he costs nothing. It's maybe an owner who changes their tune, or a GM that changed their tune. But in February, it's very easy to say, I wouldn't sign that guy things can start to of get course, more challenging. when you're feeling of the pressure of trying to win and the guy's out there, yeah. And listen, there's a moral high ground. Some people have it. Some people don't, right? Yeah. Uh, and based on how you've lived your life, obviously I can't make moral high ground stands. You know, people would yell and scream at me. So mine's not even based on that. It's just based on each one of us has a line that we'd like to think uh, we don't cross when it comes to how badly we want our teams to win a championship. And I've been very clear for me, I don't care how many steroids guys do it. I'm not comparing apples to apples. I get it. So I'm good with it. Do all the steroids you want. You want to shorten your life to help me win a championship? Have at it. I'm good with it. Right? But there are other things that just as a human being, uh, I just don't know how you root for a guy that did the things he did consensual or not. And I get it. He's innocent. Acquitted. I get it. But it just, I read that report, and so did you. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. I got horrible. a wife, I, I got a daughter. It was horrible, yeah. Yeah, and I know I rarely go that in that direction, but some of that stuff was, I mean, punched her in her private part. Like, what are we talking no, about? No, it was grotesque. Right? And, you know, whatever. It's just, Bowers not coming to New York. I know he ain't playing for the Mets. No, he's not coming to New York. I, I just still am skeptical that there will be a team at some point that says, let's do it. Yeah, 877-337-6666. Roberts on The Fan. More from you coming up. A little Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, and more on the baseball stuff. Plus, who's in the Fox box next on The Fan.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.